Now, the government's recently uncovered the brother's home, or Hyunjae Bokjiwon, which is known to have covered up mass abuse and killings of child vagrants for the 1988 Olympics. On today's Spotlight, we'll shine our own gaze a little deeper into the issue. Cho ji is here. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. So the the Busan Brothers Home Welfare Center has actually another name. Um, it's notoriously known or referred to as the Korean version of the Auschwitz uh, concentration camp. Um, so you'll actually guess uh, what kind of welfare center this uh, brother's home was referred to. The number of people who have lost their lives in the center Uh, reported to have witnessed forced labor, uh, beatings, sexual assaults, and harsh acts. And the number amounts to a a confirmed 513 people, but most are saying that it is probably much higher than this figure. So the Supreme Public Prosecutor's Office's uh, fact-finding committee investigated the incident and announced back in October 10th that the government... And the prosecution's headquarters at the time had exerted pressure on the investigation of the brothers' home. So the facts of the pressure uh, was officially released or revealed in almost 32 years. And at the time, the Supreme Court acquitted the brothers' home director who was accused of confining the so-called vagrants. And since the perpetrator was not punished properly, the victims were not compensated properly either. Uh, Witnesses and actual victims of the center reported of years of slave labor and near-daily assaults while seeing men and women beaten to death and their bodies carted away just like garbage. So what was this brother's home exactly all about? Yes, well, the 형제복지원, um, literally it kind of uh, translates to a brother welfare facility. And it was a welfare center that operated in Busan from 1975 to 1986 or 1987. The facility accommodated approximately about 4,000 persons and it's regarded as one of the largest sheltered accommodation for homeless people in the country. So, as I mentioned, it's actually called the Korean version of the Auschwitz concentration camp because a large number of innocent and helpless people were forcibly imprisoned in the facility and suffered violation of human rights under the name of a social welfare service. Um, Human rights abuses were enabled by the government because the facility was running under government subsidies. During the autocratic regimes of former presidents Park Chung-hee and Chun Doo-hwan, they referred to Ordinance Number 410 of the Ministry of Home Affairs and ordered that those who wander from place to place without a permanent home or beg for coins on the streets where many people gather should be collected as a purpose of building a clean society. Um, any police officer who found those people and brought them to this social welfare facility received higher marks in their next work performance evaluation, thus triggering even more of these uh, people to be imprisoned. Uh, Furthermore, the government subsidized the welfare facilities to fulfill this goal, and the amount of funding received was based on the number of people housed in a given facility, once again triggering even more people to to be gathered at these facilities. And along with the mandate, uh, Park In-gun, director of the Hyeongjaebokjiwon, 
oversaw the kidnap and confinement of many people, including people with disabilities, orphans, and homeless people, under the pretense of giving them guidance. Photos of the facility predominantly show men and boys, but women were also reported to have been kept at the facility as well. And even women working at a company and young students were brought to the facility, according to Kim Hee-gun, a victim of the Hyeongjae-bokjiwan. Uh, the facility received more than 2 billion won, even in 1987, when it was scheduled to be closed. And thus, the operation of the facility was closely connected with the government. Who was the one concealing the truth? Who benefited from hiding what was going on at the brothers' home? Well, this was the time when c h e n d u a n took over. c h uh, e n d u a n was on a mission to clean up the city ahead of the 1988 Seoul Olympics when he took office in 1981. So c h e n told the Prime Minister in April of that year, quote, report on the measures and results of the crackdown on the handicapped and the beggars on the streets. And then only eight days after his orders, it was reported that 1,850 people were held in detention facilities in just a matter of eight days. So the fact-finding committee believes that this was due to this uh, scoring system or giving police officers marks. At the time when police investigated homeless or sentenced the people to detention, he got uh, two or three points, while the points for putting someone into the brother's home landed the same policeman five points. So based on figures from 1986, 3,117 out of a total of 3,975 people in this uh, Brothers Home Welfare Center were admitted to the center by the police. And it's more than 12 times the number of people who went to the center by just local ward office officials at the time. There have been many deaths and casualties from illegal detention, forced labor, and frequent beatings and abuses. So the death rate increased dramatically from the third year of the establishment of the center, exceeding 50, uh, which is a year after Chen Duan was elected president. It's been reported there were, though, countless human rights abuses going on there. You've already given us that sense. Yes. And go a little further. Um, it always was kind of hidden and they weren't really allowed to look into the matter. But the fact-finding committee found that each person in the facility was referred to by their serial number, like 82-4714, instead of their real name. No wonder the... Uh Concentration camp comparisons. Exactly. Um, the serial numbers also indicate the, the year an individual entered the facility. So they weren't even allowed their name, just a number. So you can see uh, abduction, imprisonment, forced labor, and sexual violence occurring. So, for example, when a person in the facility disobeyed um, the director's order or tried to escape, but they were caught by guards, they were flayed to death with a whip. Uh, The facility became known to the public in 1987 by an increasing number of people trying to escape this facility. And so uh, Park, the director, was prosecuted for various human rights abuses, 
But he was acquitted of the charge of illegal confinement after seven trials. He was sentenced to only two and a half years for embezzlement. And all inmates of the facility were released after after the trial. Shocking. Mm, Exactly. And and, and then an apartment complex is there now. Yes, exactly. So no doubt there is this... public call for truth. Yes. um, And back in March uh, 2014, a very famous TV program in Korea also discovered that the government intervened in the trial and showed that Park and his family still live in luxury. But uh, the Busan Metropolitan City Mayor Oh Go-dun said at a meeting quite recently on the 11th at the National Assembly requesting the passing of a special bill related to uncovering the truth related to the uh, brother's home and the perpetrators. Mayor Oh said it's still um, 31 years or 32 years since the incident, but the facts are still not clear. And many people, the victims, are living unfair lives because of human rights violations. And I am passing this bill on the will of the citizens of Busan that a special legislation is necessary. And meanwhile, survivors from the facility still suffer from the memories from uh, what they had incurred at the center. Some of them continue their efforts to inform the public, making uh, public demonstrations and holding an exhibition of paintings about the affair. Cho Ji-on, Shining, this morning Spotlight. Thank you. Thank you, Alex.